What does it take to change the distorted perception of blackness placed on us by society? What does it take to insist that to loiter in our own neighborhood is a natural part of a thriving community? Two East Cleveland provocateurs seek to answer these questions. Izzy and Jay created the Loitering and Unarmed podcast as a commitment to narrative control and economic justice. Through honest, insightful, and unscripted conversation, we engage in radical talk to inspire radical results for the habitually excluded entrepreneurs and change makers in East Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks for tapping in as we remind the world that black men engaging in provocative conversation, either on the street corner or online, is not a threat, but a think tank to solve America's disease of racialized poverty. Live and direct, loitering and unarmed podcast. It's September. Uh, you sound cold. Twenty seven. <laughs> Man, like, it's rough. Um. It's the it's the twenty seventh of September. Um, we rolling through <clears throat> past. I mean, we kind of revolved around almost like a year, right? So summer, summer is over with. We leading into the fall. Um, a lot of leg work has been done. You had to get some some access to water in the building, just kind of piecing the building together little by little because you got some other stuff going on. So trying to be as resourceful as possible, but still trying to get as much stuff done as possible because you got a lot of spinning plates going on, let alone you got family you're taking care of, you got kids in school, you got a wife, you got parents that's on the um, older side, even though they're driving. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to paint a picture like you know they older like that. They got big body Audis and all this <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> I mean, Umi is probably at Nordstrom right right now. But you know, what I'm saying like older parents you're taking care of, um, <clears throat> and let alone you got nieces, nephews, brothers. It's a lot going on. Like you, you got um, spinning plates and. Boston, and that's a challenge, right? Because you can't be there at two two places at once. Um, and then you got a lot of people that's kind of grabbing your attention as well, right? So a lot of uh, accomplishments, not only locally, but some national attention too. Publications, podcasts, stuff like that. So everything you kind of set out to do, it seems like you was doing it. I'm not sure before you came here that, you was as on the map <clears throat> as before we started the podcast. Basically, I'm just saying like your online presence, social media, um, you stepped that up a lot to the point where you kind of doing reels and stories and setting up web pages, you laying floors, you're doing a lot, man. Um, and I tip my hat to you. Um, I just was talking about your inspiration. I, I even caught you in the rain with a wheelbarrow. I mean, you're doing stuff that I don't do. I'm a prima donna, but, you know, I'm trying to get out of that. Um, where does that come from, Mark? You you don't want to sit and wait for folks at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I, part of it is, number one, I like the energy of working, right? So I, yeah. I, I like to be always moving. Um, OCDC kind of Yeah just kind of like You gotta be doing something Gotta be doing something Like if I'm not doing something My brain is thinking about five things 
Yeah. And then once I, once I, I, I and so that just drives me crazy. So yeah. then I got, I got to put something in action. Yeah. Uh, is it hard for you to chill? Yeah, I don't really chill. Huh? To be honest, if I think about Sunday, it, Sunday you don't never answer your phone. So I'm assuming you was ch- you be chilling on Sundays. I call you on Sundays. Yeah, not really. I don't really chill. I mean, really? I, I mean, I, I, I like to. I, I know you don't like sports. <laughs> no, I watch the Browns. Oh, you do? Okay, I did. Okay, well, I don't have TV at the house, mm-hmm. but Thursday games is streaming free on on Amazon. I mean, Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I watch that Browns game. I mean, I watched football back in the day. Yeah. I played a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I watched all the, the, the greatest games ever played. So, I don't want people to, you know, <clears throat> say I'm a slouch, bro. Tony Dorsett, <laughs> Eric uh, Payton, you know, all the heroes. To, you know, all the – I was a Cowboys fan back in the day. Anyway, stay on task, huh? No, I'm trying to. No, I'm looking so, at – So, I, my, my thing is I have – to the point where I just realized I double booked. I got a Texas dude telling my mind I'm gonna be able to make it right mm-hmm. now. So, to the point, to your point around like, it's a good thing that I got a lot of stuff juggling, but mm-hmm. it's also a bad thing because I because you got I, tons I, of meetings and I then you got like, all the time. I mean, that's part of the game. Yeah, well, I I introduce it as being part of the game. See, that's a good point. I. I do introduce that as being part of the game. So when people know they're going to engage with me, I, t- I tell them a couple things. Number one, I'm really busy. I don't have a, a, a personal assistant, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I make all kind of commitments that sometimes I have to back out of, right? Mm-hmm. It's only because I'm I'm just over. I'm just spinning. Like I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just grabbing and grabbing and grabbing and grabbing and going. Part part of, part of it is because um, it's necessity. Because number one, I can't afford. I mean, it's the whole thing about luxury and privilege. And when you have money, you can you can pay to have somebody manage that piece, right? So you look at successful people. You know, you know, people who have gotten to a certain places. When you get to a certain point, you have to be able to afford a team around you, right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, I'm at that point where I need to be able to have enough. Um, you know, infrastructure around me to continue the work that I'm doing, right? And yeah. So, so it's on me to try and really be a little bit more, you know, honest with people about what my capacity is. But that's hard because you don't want to miss out on something, right? Yeah. This brother said something the other day. He said, "Uh, what? How did he say it? It was so. It, I guess it wasn't that profound because I don't remember what it was, but." Mm-hmm. The man, I got to think about it. But basically, what it was is, <clears throat> he said the the opportunity, uh, the opportunity. If if it's a, there's a there's a season for an opportunity, but that season, you know, has a win. You know what I mean? It's a, it's the length of time that 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 opportunity exists, mm-hmm. right? So you never want to miss an opportunity. And that opportunity also has a sunrise and a sunset. So if mm. you if you miss out, you, you yeah. it's done. It's not, it doesn't yeah. always exist. And so part of it is like I need to learn a little bit more patience. Maybe I need to tap in other people to say, hey, why don't you jump into that? And so here I am again on this podcast about the Texas brother that, hey, I know he was supposed to be in at 10 o'clock. But you mean I a person? Uh, I was supposed to go actually for electric. He's an electrician. 
uh-huh. to get some uh, product from Mars Electric for 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 the loiter hangout. Um, and I'll just tell him, you know. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. One second. But no. But that's kind of what it now, is. Now let's like, go. I, I wanted you. I was kind of leading up to. Can you give some context around the stuff I was saying? Right. You kind of got stuff kind of on a timetable time because it's getting cold. You had to get lights on. You had to get the building kind of painted. You had to want to activate the space. Um, certain spots you wanted to activate. You didn't have to. You, you um, couldn't activate. Um, I just wanted you to kind of give a quick, um, I guess, Talk about the stuff that you did do. You did a couple series at a farmer's market, which you had laid out plans to do that. That was that looks like it's doing good. Um, everything could be doing could be better, but you know you did a couple things at the library this year. Um, yeah. So yeah. So what we did is we came like we talked about this before we hit the ground running right we we kind of was like all right what are we going to do we got to get the podcast we're going to this da, da, da. and so in the, even in the beginning we had more energy with the podcast right we was mm-hmm. like how are we going to get in we have videos going in the whole thing mm-hmm. right? so um and but we stayed consistent with it right mm-hmm. so even you know with with getting the the loiter hangout ready to go like we had a good spark right and then we figure out what can be consistent right the the community conversations at the library we did three um we got hit with with the reality that we couldn't re- be convening with COVID, so we had to slow down mm-hmm. and then i reached back out to them to try and put together another one this this winter either either november or december so we're gotcha. starting to plan for that so the conversations at the library critical community critical community conversations the library are going to continue and then all of it was purposeful right so if you look at the podcast that was to be able to say we can't begin to do this work without having our voices being captured, right? Mm-hmm. Without us, when you're talking about us, you and I, we represent East Cleveland because we, number one, are from here, and number two, we live here, right? Um, you know, had our had our, our our times where we weren't living here, but always stay connected to you know to that yellow line, you know, to the streets, right? So that's um <clears throat> that's kind of really how. This remained as uh, like again, like again, one of those those core. Uh, I don't want to call it programs, but one of those core initiatives that we're trying to do to make sure that arts and culture, voice and culture, stays part of the the development work that we're doing both um, at the you know at the Lauder Hangout when we when we start to do stuff on our farm and we we got the house next door that you know the cleveland foundation said no to you about remember mm-hmm. you know so we yeah. still got the house so we still raising money to try and get you your your space here in east cleveland um but so everything is set up to where once we begin to talk in any circle we can say okay cool we ready you ready we're ready we've been ready we set the we set the, the table right because everybody's talking about you know like oh you know make a bigger table you know, and mm-hmm. who, who's setting the table? Well, what mm-hmm. we're doing is setting the table in East Cleveland with the assets that are necessary to do the, to, to do the work that we want to do, which is social change with with our uh, particular experiences. So <clears throat> we kind of keep moving in this way. Um, and like you said, around the, the, even the social media stuff, like I'm somebody who 
because I was homeschooled, actually, you know, it's funny you, you just mentioned homeschool because I, 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 I don't mind, I don't, I don't mind learning new stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I need to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, we talked about you setting up your webpage. Yeah. All of that um, stuff. You're getting on social media. Yeah. A lot of people <clears throat> draw the line in the sand and say that I'm not learning this. I'm not learning mm-hmm. that. I'm stuck in my ways of doing stuff. Um, I think it's good to not be a pro, but be, you know, know enough about it where it, when you do hire a social media person, you know exactly what you need. And right. you know whether you're getting hosed or not. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, And that way, in the end, you're living with purpose. And so when we, when we say living with purpose, some people think that, you know, that's all like, oh, we're trying to do good work. Um, that's one side of it. The other side for me with living on purpose is everything that you do is deliberate, right? I'm Mm -hmm. deliberately engaging with social media because we need to be able to tell a story Mm -hmm. of what it is we're doing, who's behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't do fluff pieces. You know, I don't... I look over some of the stuff, too, and say, change this, change that, maybe, or look at this. Exactly. I'm like, well, what what do you think of this? You know, and and again, a lot of it is because I'm like, well, Jay, what... (laughs) What should I be doing? How mm-hmm. does this work? Yeah. Um, and then what's your, what's your what's your takeaways on on that? Well, it's great because remember before I didn't even want to do it. I, yeah. I wasn't even interested in doing it. Like mm-hmm. I was just so much easier just having it outsourced by once a week with yeah. you know with somebody else to do it. Um, but then it doesn't really get the doesn't really capture the day to day, the sausage no. making, the behind the scenes. This is the thing, and this is the problem that I suffer from is because. You know, that could be like, it's like a what they say, it's a thin line between love and hate because um, you get married to doing stuff and then you don't want to give it to nobody because they're not doing it like you want them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like th- there's a. Because it's hard to match your energy out. And you're not gonna make, you're not gonna meet nobody that's gonna match your energy. So if someone come in half cocked, you're gonna be salty. Yeah, no, I think that's what it is. And, that, and like you said, I don't like wait, waiting for people, right? Mm-hmm. But I, but I, but I open the door the same for everybody. So here's the thing: I was trying to explain this to somebody because somebody was like, "Man, you know what? I thought we was going to." I said, "Listen, I, every, whenever I come in, I tell everybody the exact same thing. This is these, this is the space I got. I got." 1501 Euclid Avenue. Mm-hmm. I got the farms here, right? We got the house next door, right? We're, we're negotiating a lease over at the Mickey's building, um, which has a mezzanine upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are the, the, the actual physical assets. Now we've got Wake Robin Foods, right? Which So there's opportunity in each one of these. Does somebody want to redesign the logo and let it get it rebranded? Go ahead. That way it would represent the people. Mm-hmm. It would represent our culture and everything else. And it would be people who, again, black, black creatives, who are contributing to this work that we're doing. So any beast, do you, does somebody want to jump in on the podcast with us? Does somebody want to um, manage the the arts? <clears throat> does somebody want to manage, you know, the curation of the art? Does somebody want to do a, a, a art and residency, right? Hell, all mm-hmm. of this stuff that we talked about, does somebody yeah. want to do some growing with us? Does somebody want to do some of the... the you think the they know that, with, though? They don't know that. The, huh? Well, I, prese- I feel like, well, help me out, because I feel like, this is a good question, because I feel like I presented in a way... Nimbus, what are you doing? <laughs> you got a cat at home. Your cat at home. They cat at home. Um, I got my daughter with me. They cat at home. Don't run from them. 
So I don't know if she used to the cat being your cat be gone, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> they be lucky to even get a look at their cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she likes to jump. But maybe 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 because they play with him to death. He might be a little younger, so mm-hmm. he like you. He yeah, wants, she just wants you to pet. Oh, that's a girl. Yeah, pet her, pet yeah. her. <laughs> she might smell the other cat. Yeah, she probably smells the other cat too. <laughs> so, but I think that people know. I I I try and get people to know it. And maybe I need to do a better job of articulating where they can jump in at. Because what I do is I say, hey, look. no, Because I think this, part, this the is other what, side of it is, one, one, the other side of it is, you're right. I don't have time. This is the thing that I talk about. I could be wrong. But, hey, Yuck, you've been on the West Coast. I mean, you've been on the East Coast for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You've been in the hustle and bustle in Boston, half, half-ass New York. Yeah, yeah. It's a different mentality up mm-hmm. there other people they they and you could tell like if you ever been to the mm-hmm. the east yeah. coast it's faster it's more i i don't know if that's what it is but your dna change if you over there versus being in the midwest the midwest is just factories and farms and yeah you know just coming home and watching the browns and just going to they not used to that hustling and bustling like entrepreneurship yeah. Spirit, like, you know, I don't Innovation, know if it's the and disruption and disruption. The, the whole immigrants thing. over yeah, there, they got to yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know if that's what it is. And, and, it's, <coughs> and it's the dis- disruption too, right? Like, it's a, uh, there's a, a culture of disruption and entrepreneurship that exists in Boston, right? Yeah. Innovation, you know, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. And so I think you're right. And also, um, my time on the East Coast. I mean, it just, I mean, I was just, you know, blessed to be in some, in the room of some pretty powerful folks, right? Yeah. And, you know, and being able to, to articulate, you know, what, 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 what I would like to happen and how I would like to collaborate and what, what, what are the opportunities in a very clear way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having people say, okay, cool, I see it, let's go, boom, 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 I'm jumping in. Mm-hmm. And then, not only jumping in, because some people jump in, but then when they don't get the results immediately, mm. right? Like, okay, well, I thought we was going to, well, the work still has to happen, right? You mm. know, a lot of times people talk about, oh, this work is hard. You know, this work that we do is challenging, right? Mm. And they, so they talk about it as if it still doesn't happen, right? Mm. So when mm-hmm. you when we frame it and we say, oh, this work is hard, well, Let's talk about the work that we're actually doing, and then let's talk about the what what's making it hard. What's making it hard are like the gears that need to turn to make this whole thing move, right? So mm. if I'm one gear and you another gear, that means I'm meeting you, and my groove got to fit right into where you're at, and then spin it to make whatever it is that we're moving. So is it so the mindset of how you're looking at it, right? So yeah. You got more perspective of the work and what is the work. So, and then realigning with that because it could get the day-to-day monotonous of it. You forget what the value proposition, the mission, the vision is. Yeah. Or you're not even, 
you know, I kind of talked about this before. Like everybody's not a visionary. You got managers and right. you got people that's working for the managers. Mm-hmm. Right. So he may not know his role and you might be too busy to remind him of what his role is. And then he's not delivering what you want him to deliver. When I worked at PricewaterhouseCoopers, an accounting firm, I was not connected to the business vision like I should have been. I just was a cog in a wheel, a spoke, basically. So I'm just doing my day-to-day and looking outside the window wanting to be somewhere else because I wasn't invested, but I felt like they wasn't invested in me. The paycheck was like, hey, we paying you, so... So I don't know if that's what it is. Like, do you dial him back in to know that, like, he's just a manager or he, you know, I don't know. Or or, or give very specific things. I think what it is is I'm I'm not somebody who – I'm not an attention to detail guy right yeah like so and 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 i'm and i'm okay with that right i let everybody know listen when you when you make when you work with me right and and i even recently said this on my linkedin post it was like look i tell people off the jump like i'm a provocateur right Mm -hmm. i'm a creative disruptor right so those two things should signal like okay i thought you were a chef i thought you were an activist i thought you were an entrepreneur i thought you were a consultant Mm-hmm. All those things are true, but I'm letting you know that it's about disruption. If we're not trying to do something transformative, I'm not really down with it. Mm-hmm. If we're, if you're not willing to be in the room where there's going to be comments or things that are going to disrupt the status quo, then be prepared. Do your due diligence, right? Read up, right? Listen mm-hmm. to the tap in, listen to the podcast, right? For all the stuff that we're talking about is so open source and transparent that if if I'm showing up, you should know that that's, you know, that's what's going to be in the building. So when loiter shows up, you should already know that reparations could come up in the conversation because it's in the name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you should also know that it's going to, all of it's going to be, you know, leading, you know, you know, shrouded in love because that's part of the name too, right? So it's it's the it's the it's the for it's like making seventy excuses for one another to make sure that we all can meet everybody where we all are collectively at. So I'm not looking to be perfect. I'm just looking to tell you, like, man, I'm weak here. Actually, I suck here, 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 here. And I tell people all the time, sometimes let me get back to you. A lot of times I'm overbooked, right? I'm over capacity in my, you know, you know, um, in these areas, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I like to detonate. I like to explore, like, that energy of, 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 because you might be pulled. Yeah. You'll be pulled by that. Yeah. Uh, I might I might look over there and be like, man, well, uh, I need to see. I need it. What's going on over there? You know, that stuff, it, it tickles me a little bit. To, to you, talk about a couple milestones, but not the major ones, like little ones that people might have overlooked. But to you, it was like, this was a milestone. Mm, yeah, that's a good question. So, like, um, there's a couple things. When when I was coming back, I said, man, I had worked with some of these people before, both on the local level in Boston or on the national level. Um, and it would be awesome to tie them to the things that we're doing in East Cleveland so mm-hmm. we can add some credibility and also show that we do have capacity once 
you know, once the, the necessary dollars come in. Mm-hmm. And one of those was, was the Harvard Law School Food Food Law and Policy Clinic. Right. Mm-hmm. I had done some work with um uh Emily, Emily Broadleib, who's a director over there. Um and I reached out to her. I said, Emily, I, I need, you know, I, I need a favor, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm about to go back to East Cleveland, but I really want to create a policy map, you know, for this food work that we're doing that's going to be centered on this, on a city, like a citywide plan for the city of East Cleveland to be able to put to get stitched together, like what a closed loop food system could look like, you know, uh, if we were to build it from the beginning, right? Because mm-hmm. we're starting at that ground zero reality, right? So wait a minute, you're going too fast for the crowd. Okay. (laughs) What did this, um, where did you get the, the whole strategy, the whole blueprint? I mean, the framework from the policy map, the, the system itself was from what? Um, if you in this space, you know this already or. That's a man. So that's twofold. First was I had tried to do a lot of this work that I'm that I'm doing within Loiter in in Boston. So you kind of but segre- it wasn't connected. It wasn't tightly connected to one institution. A lot of times we hear people say, "Let me let me ask you this before you get into that: mm-hmm. Is this um, a strategy you came up with yourself, or is this something that you borrow from other successes from somewhere else?" Multiple pieces. So a lot of this is work that I've done and things that I've been thinking about. And then you and creatively read, put it together. Exactly, and stitched it all together. Gotcha. You know, because a lot of this stuff, of course, is grounded in some of the, like, W.B. Du Bois, Malcolm, like, so you got, you know, theoretical, uh, you know, academic look. You got uh, social justice here looking into it, and then you have practic- practical uh, experiences that gotcha. are tied to it. So all of those so when are you saw, within got it. Got you. So when you saw that, you was like, I need to, I want to, recreate this and where could right you, now right and where could you where could you kind of literally put together all the things that are needed to create like uh an emancipated city mm-hmm. that could actually be sustained and scaled up how did you know that food would be a major pillar in that because that's my experience right you know so i've, I've been in food mm. for a while so and all up but it is though yeah and, and food and of course food well, you, is 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 always going to be connected to social justice in this country because of slavery. You can never get away from the reality that this country was built by us, right, through agriculture, right? And so the policies that are in place, right, the land that that is held, you know, by, you know, by whites, right, and and, and that is stolen, that that was stolen from indigenous folks, and that was, you know, know, intentionally, you know, you know, just extracted from blacks who were holding it in the South. Is it um, safe to say? No, it's linked to agriculture. So food is always going to be a part of the conversation of social justice. Yeah, it's dope. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, um, is it safe to say people don't do enough of their homework before they jump out the tree and say that they community activists and is it a, a little bit more homework that needs to be done to align it with uh, they skills or uh, what they have. Like I'm a designer, right? So, you know, how can I, how could I do this? And I felt like, well, teaching the youth how to do, teaching the youth, right? I'm serving a lot of people through education, through technology, and 
you know, filling in the gaps of not just design, but marketing, photography, you know, all mm-hmm. these other areas that I feel like they will need. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I need to, you know, we ain't talking about me this episode. Okay, all right, never mind. But what? But the, 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 <laughs> no, the, no, go ahead. Yeah, no. The, the point is though. So I'm sorry to cut you. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. Yeah. I just wanted to di- dive into, you know, before you started, you, you, we talked about. Let's get back on task. We talked about the connecting these dots. Mm-hmm. I talked about what was a major but kind of minor. Um, milestones yeah. for you. So, so you got you got the Harvard Law and Policy Clinic working with us now. You asked um, for a favor, catch uh, us back up. And yeah, she said, and the yeah. thing is, it was an ask, but the relationship was already there, and she was like, "Absolutely, right." It wasn't even, I, you know, I'm going into this thing thinking that it's going to be like, "Oh, could you please?" You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know, we enter into some of these conversations, yeah. especially when you're talking about powerful institutions, yeah. and especially like Harvard. I'm like, "Oh, dang, would you want to work with somebody like yeah. me?" Kind of deal, like that mm-hmm. weakness that we sit with sometimes, which, well, you know, all of us just got to get rid of. Sometimes mm-hmm. about just opening your mouth and asking, because a lot of times. Um, even you know pe- people who we think may not want to do work with us because maybe they made a mistake said something that you know may have you know hit us the wrong way and we now start to think that they did some little microaggression and all this stuff that people are talking about which is kind of a deeper conversation mm-hmm. but it begs the question of like so this might be a little bit of a deviation into like some some work that we need to do when you said do we need to be doing a more research mm-hmm. um be, when we start getting to this social change work, the answer is yes. And then we also need to be a little bit more understanding that there is a difference um, that sometimes you can't see. So it's like, you know, like that cat right there, my cat Nimbus right there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's the difference between somebody who trips over her who somebody or somebody who intentionally kicks her? Mm-hmm. Right, you don't really know until you, you know, because if you just happen to see it out the corner of your eye, or you're not really that person who's there, you don't, you know, there's, there's a, there's a thin line, and yeah, the the cat got hurt, mm-hmm. but it wasn't intentionally done. So sometimes people trip over some of the language of trying to deal with 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 us while we're in this work, mm-hmm. and then we mm-hmm. end up trying to drill down and hold them all like accountable. Man, what's up? You know, you you better you you know mm-hmm. you know shed your white privilege. All the all the harsh stuff that's said. Now again, I'm a, unapologetic and I'm flinching with the language, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we also have to be able to understand that sometimes people do really genuinely want to jump in with us and so the ask is right on the other side of your lips so ask people hey do you want to jump in with us right and it's kind of what we what i did with 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 emily it was like okay i did this work with you before Mm -hmm. um and let me just say it it built the credibility yeah built the relationship and credibility right had some serious deep conversations with her at you know at different conferences that she would that we would run yeah. into each other yeah. so then you got this thing now you can say okay now's the time for me to approach someone when something is of value to not just me but you was right you value was ready to, to her too sometimes are we too quick to have these yes. conversations before it's time to exactly. pull the trigger yes and then they say yeah we are for you and then you don't have nothing and going don't have on. nothing going on and then it just laps to nothing exactly and then we end up saying well you know what we tried to reach out but they wasn't really doing anything what well, were did you have something that was of value to them right because it has to be some reciprocity unless you're talking about reparations or but if you're talking about reparations then you have to frame it in that way right from the beginning hey look i'm expecting you to do something because right you're white you got privilege you owe it to me right mm-hmm. but if you don't say that you know 
up front, then don't blame people when they don't really, you know, read your mind or what your expectation is. But if you're asking people to collaborate with you, you know, to build something with you, you better have something that, you know, is of value to both. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's how you that's how I move. Right. And it depends on who I'm talking to. Right? So so once you once this connected, you say, okay, I'm on to something. This is a good push for me. Yeah. What was the next? The next step. A couple was, one. The you next know I did step by step, but yeah, just the, the ones another that stand one, out. Another one was I needed to because I sit on boards that aren't in in uh, Cleveland. Like I sit on a uh, Corbin Hill Food Policy, mm -hmm. Corbin Hill Food Project. Uh, I sit on the board of the Chilmark Town Affairs Council. I sit on the board of Boston Area Gleaners, right? I used to be on uh, Farm to Institution New England's uh, advisory board. So all of this stuff was in New England. Mm -hmm. The next thing I said, well, who, if you're not sitting on boards, you're not recognizing really? in positions of power. Mm -hmm. Because that's how, that's literally how the, you know, the money flows. You're close enough to the decisions you now have are providing influence to that organization so you can actually shift some change and then you can talk about it in another context and say hey, listen when you know i okay, sit on this board slow down for the folks <laughs> 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 um that's that's gold i've never even heard that before and i've heard a lot of stuff you know what i'm saying um mm -hmm. so i mean that's almost important for you to jump on some boards even though it's going to be listen you listen it, it is because and so when somebody asks you when somebody says well you know can i you know it's almost like it's on your resume it's on your resume it becomes part of who you are and people identify you as being you on this board, being on this board. so if you okay hold on, hold on hold on hold on yeah before you get into why it's important how do you get on the board listen how many people do you talk to every single day every single week is it just so open i mean what's the what's the thing how many people do you talk to every single week that oh i love what you do jamal yeah. or oh my god you're amazing yeah. i love yeah. what you i love what you do with the kids i love yeah. how you 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 speak you know tr truth to power i love how all this stuff you're mm -hmm. involved in social change right you and get you get invited to do you know keynotes and talks and all this stuff mm -hmm. right and they all oh, saw i saw that clip oh yeah, yeah yeah they like that stuff on your on your on your uh mm -hmm. on your pages and everything they share it um and you then gotta you, pay, you gotta pay to be on the board. Not all boards, no. No. So you somebody is um So all of a sudden, so let's give an example. So say um somebody from I don't school, know the school. A school, right? A school that's 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 sending your prayers. Akron, right? Akron you Akron or you go right. ahead. And somebody from a from an organization is saying, Hey, and you end up being in a meeting with them. And they're in a position to be able to say, yeah, you know, I would like to nominate you for a board seat, right? Um, I've never been asked to be nominated for a board them. seat. Listen, I was at a That's meeting. what I'm saying. I'm saying. I tell them. Tell them that's what you're looking for. And, and and sometimes it's not something that's big. It's harder to get on a, on a board like a school just because it's – but some of these other organizations. It's organizations attached to the school. Yeah, or exactly like, you know, like, you the know. The thing in Denver that's kind of – Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Yeah. Hey, reach out to them. Hey, I'm looking to be on – you know, I'm looking to join your board. Are there any – you know, literally, so it's board, just So the board, is, um, the board is just a learn – it's connecting you with the people, but it's getting you in there to see how stuff is – 
how stuff is moving how oh. stuff is moving how you know how other organizations are working and of course there's some there's some responsibility like you 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 hold the executive director accountable so if you if if everybody's talking about they, they, they you know there's there's change that needs to get happen that that needs to happen there is um there's power in a board right so that's a very powerful position powerful mm-hmm. position to be able to say hey look what this what this CEO or what this director is doing jeopardizes the mission and the vision of this organization so you can put your you can usher in your vote to say hey you know what you kind of you know aren't delivering on some of your DEI stuff you ain't delivering on what you say whatever it is you um you say you're you want to do you can now you have an opportunity to change what's DEI AI explain this stuff to people you said DIE? Oh, DEI, D- Diversity, Equity, Inclusion. That's oh, just the oh, thing. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, okay. Yeah. So, um, Farmer's Market. Yeah, yeah, we got the, so, we, so, yeah, so we did that. I don't even know how we got on the board piece. But so, no, I got no, on, so I got, oh, so I got on, I got on some local boards, you right? Said, I got yeah, on some, so yeah. I've been trying to reach out to some folks here. Um, and I built my board. beautiful. Yeah, so I built my board, and I'm also building my board for Loiter, right? Yeah. Um, and I think we just we just finalized our board members, and so far our board was to make sure, uh, to make sure that each piece that we're doing in the organization has some sort of an expert or some someone that was proximate enough to the things that we're doing in the organization, right? And mm-hmm. it all had to be going through that same filter: love, opportunity, investment, transformation, equity, and reparations, which mm-hmm. is Loiter, right? So it's like, all right, well, cool. Um, if we're going to disrupt, we need to make sure we have somebody who understands philanthropy, right? So we got somebody who understands philanthropy on our board. If we're going to disrupt, mm-hmm. we're going to make sure we got somebody who understands environment and environmental justice. So we got somebody from that on our mm-hmm. board. Mm-hmm. We get food, right? Needs to have that policy, somebody for that. got to make sure that the board is diverse too. Diverse. Or yeah, exactly. You know, nice and tight. <coughs> you know, so we, we put some real intentionality behind thinking about who we want on our board. And then we just reached out to folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, we got our board set so we can now start to ask for large, large amounts of money. Um, and because these some of these institutions need to see um who's who's mapping out the the strategy right now it's me and my sister alima got you um you know and when you know wendy helps out a ton you know she's a Mm -hmm. a good thought partner for me to be like am i crazy am i stupid Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and now that we have the board i'm reaching out to other board members to say and i have a large family and of course you i mean what you mean like every every and every interaction that i have is informing you know the strategy so even somebody like kenny you know what i mean with you know with rolling buckeyes right you know um what's the rink in the box what's that Oh come on now! You know we about to have the roller skating at that up at Lloyd or something. They don't know about that. Okay, well that's just a teaser because we we putting the floor down right now. Um, but so then it was like, what are all these little pieces that we needed to do? So um, then it was like, okay, we know we need to do some activation, right? We need to do some pop up. So then we got the Mason Brothers, right? We got the yeah. boxing, right? And that was just like, again. Because it's all like the the strategy behind it is to let people in East Cleveland know like we ain't going nowhere, right? Yeah, we're here because you of all. Think you're doing of, a good enough job with the? You got outsiders coming in. What about I don't know? See people. It's hard. Huh? It's hard. Don't give me no excuses. Like you got 15 minutes. I'm about to yeah. tighten up on you now. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I know. No, it's hard. It's, I mean, it ain't hard. Uh, it ain't hard. Uh, you ain't knocking on enough doors. Well, the question is, um, well, you need some more managers. Yeah, like to I, knock on the doors. For right, you. and that's our next step. But the question for me is, like, I mean, we knock on enough doors for East Cleveland folks to 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 come through. Right, people are stopping by at the farmers market on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Right, we had the street full with almost 150 people. You know, when we you dropped took the emails ring. and stuff with the ring. No, I ain't nobody taking no emails. You took a, you didn't <laughs> you didn't take no names. I didn't. You all over the place. Yeah. The next time. Yeah, I did. We didn't take any emails. Somebody did scan the. I can't talk about that now, but. So, anyway, somebody scanned nothing, the. Um, nothing, nothay, oh, nothay. okay. <laughs> Okay. But uh, we, do, we do have the QR codes there. We got the two QR codes so people can yeah. scan and um Um I'm a, we got like about ten more minutes, man. Okay. Um I just want you to go and just do you know, complain. Uh give me give me the <laughs> <laughs> Am I a complainer? You no, uh, but you have frustrations too, uh Go ahead. Uh, You're talking about what? unapologetic. So people not moving like you wanted to move. Everybody want to eat. Everybody <laughs> got their hand out. Come on, let's keep it one hundred. So, yeah. So people, people. So here's people the deal. You, people think you got money. Falling they do. Out the sky. They do. They why? do. Why? Why people think you got money? Yeah? Listen, don't read the newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about front too. Oh we yeah, can. that's right. Front, front. So front, that's front, the latest. Front. You was on front, front, front. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just know what it's front, dog. Front, uh, front, front, front triangle. Oh, yeah, yeah, front triangle was a uh, what was it? It was a whole artistic month. Yeah, and they the, had this con- this conversation. It was a forum um, around. It was um, a lot of different pop ups and stuff. Too, yeah, right. Artists. It was. Go ahead. Yeah, I. The thing is, I. I was invited because of Deezer. Deezer hit me up and was like, hey, you know, I really want to, you know, have you there. Because she wanted to come to the to the talk that we did at uh, at the library. Remember, we did art washing and talked mm-hmm. to it. And we brought mm-hmm. in um, Unica. Um, and then, um, you know, and then we brought them in. And then D Black was there and Kim was there to talk about, you know, arts, culture, white, well, you know, uh, art washing and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and erasure of, of our culture. And so what we were talking about is, okay, how do we not do that in East Cleveland, you know, when we when we know the development is happening uh, very soon. And so she was like, well, look, sorry I couldn't make it, but, you know, she still should have come. But that's mm-hmm. a whole other conversation. Nobody's coming to East Cleveland. That's one of my complaints. Deidre, you got to come to East Cleveland. I'm not, yeah. like, I'm not coming to another thing, you know, over under you know uh, under the bridge until yeah. y'all come to things that we're popping up in East Cleveland bringing in talented folks from all over the country here in East Cleveland y'all get invited and don't show up that's a whole nother thing that we can talk about because um the people that were at the front piece were invited to come to our art washing piece mm-hmm. <laughs> that we did you mm-hmm. know at the East Cleveland Public Library and you know granted stuff did you, comes did you up work, did you bring that up I didn't I didn't. What I did bring up, though, was in the room, you know, you had, the, you know, the, the heads of CIA, the heads of MOCA, heads of um, uh, the Cleveland Museum of Art. Um, you had, you know, some art philanthropists there. 
and you had uh, Jennifer Coleman from the Come Foundation. She had all these people who are all around, who are like the art, the go-to arts folks mm-hmm. in Northeast Ohio. And because it was in university, it was it was you know because University Circle was right there, just just past the bridge, mm-hmm. you know nobody mentioned East Cleveland after an hour and a half talk about arts and culture, right? Mm-hmm. And well, that's your job. But it shouldn't be. That's what the thing. That's the thing I said. I said, why is it that y'all? I said it seems like that y'all. So the question I asked directly was, and I said because the dude, the the gentleman named John, I can't remember his last name, who is from the Akron Museum of Arts, uh, was there, and I said, John, you're excused from this question because you over in Akron. I said, unless you want to leapfrog over counties, Mm -hmm. you know, and let let my neighbors, you know, know how to be better neighbors to East Cleveland. I said because it seems like the the the, the bridge at, uh, at East 120 in Euclid was brought into this room, you know, because nobody mentioned East Cleveland, right? Um, and I said so. What I'm talking about is if we know that the county is about to put it has already said that they're going to put 120 million dollars of investment onto the edge of East Cleveland, and am I supposed to believe that arts and culture is not part of that plan? And you're not thinking of this as an area. You know, to begin to think say. about. What they say? You know, it's, they say talk, you know, tap dancing and you know, blah blah blah. I didn't really, you know, I took some notes. The only person that I kind of like was listening to, um, uh, that that showed, you know, that 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 showed that showed up in a way that was like, and even after her panel, uh, with Catherine from Cleveland Institute Institute of Art. So I'm mm. going to meet with her. Yeah. You know, to say, all it takes is one. Yeah, exactly. I'm not looking for them all, and I'm also not looking to 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 convert people. Like yeah. they, they, people can choose to jump in or not. I don't really care. It's no compulsion here, right? So, yeah. um, so and then the panel came, and then the plane dealer wrote a paper, <laughs> um, did an article on Saturday that covered it, and uh, they, the, the dude Steve Litt, I think his name is, asked a question when when me Walt. And 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 uh, David, David and Twan and were were on the panel asking us to grade these institutions, you know, <laughs> you know, and then I I kind of glossed over it, you know, grade boom boom boom, and then he asked it again. He was like, and I said I said, oh, you mean like a letter grade, you know, because I, you know, <laughs> so so. I was like, okay. I said, look. I said, it's, I said that question is really nuanced. It depends on the, you know, what rubric is it? Like, who's grading it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the criteria? All of that. And I said, but look. I said, if I'm sitting on their board or if I'm a funder and they get up and talk about they went, you know, you know, they went from five percent, you know, to twenty five percent here, and then from ten percent to fifty percent there. I said, oh, that looks good to me. I said, so I'm going to continue to, you know, fund them and, and believe what they're saying. But that's their inner narrative, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're telling themselves and telling people who are going to fund their institutions. I said, but the outer narrative that we hold as as creatives and people who live in these community communities and cities that are impacted by their lack of movement, I said that grade's different. I said, so if you ask me, that grades an F all day. I said, because mm-hmm. I left Cleveland to come back to see East Cleveland have the same relationship with University Circle and these institutions that are within it to be the same. That doesn't make any sense to me. I said, so that's F all day. Uh, David um, gave him an F2 from his perspective, which mm-hmm. was which was around, um, you know, they don't, you know, artists, black artists don't get paid as much. You know, they're not, you know, don't have, they're not getting the capacity to move. People aren't supporting the, the, you know, the him him and the, and the, um, 
and the gallery that's there in Fairfax, you know, that sort of stuff. So um, so they get an F because they don't support you? Well, no. I mean, they, <laughs> I mean, that's a good question. No, I'm just but, saying. Yeah, like, but, but that's a good question. I mean, I think, I think, and I, I mean, Twan didn't give a letter grade. I mean, obviously, because he got $25,000 from me. <laughs> so, I mean, he can't grade him the same way unless you're willing to. Maybe he don't care. No, or he doesn't oh, care. Right. Exactly. And, and exactly. And that's kind of the thing. That's the stance that Deidre had. Like, you know, everybody on this panel can have different opinions, you know, that, and I that, and that's, a lot of the artists just want to be artists or designers want to be designers. Huh? Mm -hmm. We really kind of, a lot of the guys be introverted, like so they really not mm -hmm. spokesmen and really want to say stuff outlandish or maybe not even had an ability to do so. Mm -hmm. So guys just jump on panels or stuff just because they ask, they know they have to, but to be up there to really nail it and crush it like you do that a lot of the artists ain't gonna be able to do that yeah no so, you're right because again i'm not an artist right i'm just yeah. and then and then i was like well look i guess i am i guess i'm a culinary artist right yeah. don't, don't hate on culinary artistry no, right sure. so yeah. um but so the thing is you're right i think for me the the emotional reparations that we always talk about is 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 front and center in the conversation that we're doing it's called enterprise-based activism we trying to use the good work that we do that generates revenue for a community that we for a city that we live in that's majority black that's going to provide some sort of emotional repair for the damages that these institutions and others have done to us and so so you got you got guys who just want to do murals like they not thinking like this you know what i'm saying so He's not prepped and ready and cocked and loaded when he goes up on this panel. He just want to do a mural, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you can't frown on guys who's not ready, cocked and loaded and ready to go because you got the blueprint, the framework. You know exactly what you need. You know what needs to be done. You know how people need to be moved. Like you, it's just a mm -hmm. big chessboard. You know where all the pieces need yeah, to go. Yeah, not to all move. of them, because I be losing but, my chess games. I mean, man. you know, Dang. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like uh, some guys are just artists; they not really ready to to do that. And like you said, guys is just kind of locked onto like the programming and what they need, and they don't really think. The guys is not thinking on millions of dollars and how to move these millions of dollars. Like. Yeah. Dude's just touching thousands of dollars. Dude just happy to get twenty five thousand, like you said. So he don't even know how to even budget half a million. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And what to right. do with that or who how to activate that. So, you know, it's a lot of work that needs to be done to pull mm -hmm. these guys in and say, Look, you know, mm -hmm. we holding meetings and it's like secret meetings to get in and this is the how you should be thinking. This right. is what you should and this is how to position yourself if you're willing to do that. Some dudes just wouldn't want to do murals. They might not even want to be in there. Right. So I don't know if it's to pull in younger guys. Because when you talk about like the demos, oh, older folks, where is the young, yeah, active people from Cleveland State, Akron, Tri-C? Like where is the young folks? I, I just see people are your, are your youth this. ready? Are your, you, are I don't your have youth? no youth. That's what I'm saying. I'm in the same spaces with you. I just see older mm -hmm. people like me. Mm -hmm. I really haven't been locked in, and I think that's part of my problem, too. It's like I'm not getting that energy. Like yeah. I'm going Dave to Virginia not State. that old, though, is he? Dave yeah. ain't that old. Twan's not that old. You know. Dude's just like, anyway, y'all. No, Walt, Walt's not Walt. that old. Like, you know. You don't think so? I mean, Big look. 30s, 40s. So you're looking for maybe 20s. Young, maybe. You're looking for 20s. Maybe. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm just... 
I like everybody, kind of. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying not. It's possible. I don't know. No, I, I, no, I feel it. Because even when I go, like, I, I go to the, the library, you know, um, different meetings that are held there, the council <laughs> meetings. Like, it just, like, it's just, like, we need, you know, we need the youth, you know, to, to, to jump. And like you, you mentioned this before, like, I do need to, need to do a better job of trying to, you know, do some outreach. But my... My theory, and my theory might be wrong, because remember, we're just starting, right? Maybe, it's it's going to take a lot. Listen, people people are got inertia, man. They're not interested in you knocking on their door. Come on, you yeah. want to you wanna knock on the door up on, on hate? No, absolutely yeah. not. Okay, yeah, I mean, let's I'm just be real. About, like, I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> maybe Cleveland State knocking on Cleveland State door. Okay, is somebody, you going to send somebody from Case West and go to knock on the door over on, over on the foothill lock? Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. If we, I mean, you okay. set up at the if you set up at the library, why can't we set up at Cleveland State? No, what I'm saying is. Oh, what you saying? What I'm saying is, are we going to invite people from these universities to come knock on doors and on the foothill and over on, on Hayden? No. <laughs> anyway, uh, we <laughs> we're not even opening the door for the census workers, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> so come anyway, on, man. Any last like, words? Uh, anything? Um, what? 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 What do you need right now? The money, yeah. We like. I'm. I'm at the place now. You want one big, one big bag, or no, little small bags no, from here to there? At the end of the day, right now, um, we 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 came in with our funds. We've we we're down to the to the last fumes of what we got, <laughs> and we executing. You know, in a way. That you know that should be rewarded, in my opinion, right? And so, um, you and I, I mean, we got a lot. I mean, we we know exactly what we want to do next door at the house. Huh? I just got it. I got it. I just got to get somebody to walk through it with me. Um, I mean, we do have electric on there now. I mean, should oh, we right. just? And we have heat there, so we could we could just get in there and just you know be raw. I mean, what um, you do? So think about that for the for the for the summertime, actually. I mean, for the wintertime. How how can we activate the house with the resources we got? It has electric and heat. I mean, we lightweight probably needed to be doing a podcast in here. Yeah, the booth ain't gonna have it. Yeah, yeah, we'll have we'll have heat there too, though. Oh, I got you. So we can decide which which place we want to be at, but just put that on there. But so now I think I want to say I, I never want to make it as, as a, that 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 I'm only looking for money. What I'm looking for is like like to do like Kenny, right? Who the heck is Kenny? Kenny Yock. Oh my God. Kenny, from Rink in the Box, Rock. I don't know nothing about that. Rolling Buckeyes, the roller skate. Roller skate. Yeah, I don't Kenny. Know like, Kenny. He, we okay, in there. Kenny. Listen, we in there. We're in there last night, uh, putting the floor down. So it's roller skating's indoors. you going to heat it up in there? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be ice skating on yeah, wheels. Exactly, right. The, I, the, I, the, I, I ice skating on if, wheels. If people ice skate outside, is it, oh man, look, that might be, that's beautiful. Like, <laughs> no, no heat. If y'all can ice skate outside, you know, with no heat, you can roller skate indoors. You're running out roller skates? Yeah, we got roller skates and everything. Oh, word. Yeah, that's what Kenny does. He has the whole shebang. Mm. And so we were, was that Kenny at Fresh Fest? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He got he's setting up the whole. We we put we put the oh, whole floor. In. Yeah. What so, did the Kenny need? Well, How did you meet Kenny at Fresh Fest? Uh, who introduced me to Kenny? A couple Ken, different people. Kenny needed a space. He needs a space. Pe- look, all of us is about pooling our resources. 
and I tell him, and he said, can I jump in? I said, man, don't ask me, can you jump in? If you're jumping in, just go. And he said, what's the code to the door? I gave him to it. It's one. You charging him? No, not yet. Not yet, because we're building. We're building. He's putting his own money into what he's going to do right now, and then we're just going to build together. I just asked him. Yeah, no, I mean, eventually we're going to come up with something. The reason why I'm asking this stuff is just to give people some insight on how to move. That's all. Yeah, no, I'm not charging him, Mark. I'm not charging anybody no booth rent right now when they when they pop up at the at the market. Huh? Exactly. There's a twenty dollar suggested donation if you got it. You don't have yeah. to pay it. Yeah. You know. So it's, again, this is the whole thing. We're not transactional. If we're in it together, we in it together. Yeah. Right. When I have resources, well, those are the managers. It, right. Go ahead. Yeah. No. When I have resources, and when we collectively have resources, then we can begin to look at what needs to happen. So that's kind of how we're looking to move. It's like. But again, making 70 excuses for one another, leading with love, creating opportunity, investing in each other when we when we're ready for it. When we receive the money, we invest in each other. Right. We move with equity. Right. And we, you know, demand our reparations and restitution from people who have the dollars. OK, so it's about to get cold. So you're yeah. trying to what? So right now, wintertime, this might be the last Wednesday market until we, unless we look at the weather and we can just do a pop-up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because, you know, the weather is weird, you know, yeah, so we're just going to have to be last-minute decision. It might be a 75-degree day. day so. in, uh, in- November exactly so we're still going to be we're going to be watching the weather to make sure that you know we can pop up when we need to so um and then what about the food truck the food truck same difference we we ready to pull the trigger on something or no we're looking for somebody to operate the food truck you know we need somebody in there when he's operating you mean he's bringing his own materials food and all of that what you mean we have here's 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 the thing we have a food truck that Yes, if I wanted to, I could get in there. I could create a beautiful concept, and I could say, "Okay, this is a chef-driven burger joint that's using all the way around." Can, can you can you do that without being in there? Yeah, I need to find a young person who's willing to. Are you like, going to set all that yeah, up? I could set it all you up. Could uh, yeah? Let, you let, says you could. Are you? That's what you want to do, or you want it? It might just come. It depends. I'm because I mean, they're kind of sitting on that idea, but if somebody if else somebody wanted, has a idea, and this is and this is where people sometimes get confused with me, right? Okay, how, I may are, come you shop, in, are you shopping for? You want to see what he's gonna do, and then you come in like, okay, stick the wake robin in here. Blah, blah, blah. No, if somebody comes in with some with with a concept that that fits within you know the values of loiter, right? That's yeah. supporting one another. That that again is 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 espoused, you know, in the way that we've been moving as of is late. A, then go ahead and go. As on your priority list, is this important or no? It is. Yeah, I mean, it's up there. You it's up trying there. To put, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Would love to get and that. You shopping for for guys who to you putting the word out that I got? No, nah, not as much as I should. Not as much as I should. Is it a? I don't know how that go, but would he be in there every day? It's up Who's to them. The audience. It doesn't. Well, what, the, the traffic is a little. In, in an ideal it, world, on pop ups, he's there. In an ideal world, somebody's coming in and saying, "Wow, you're telling me you have a food truck that I can jump into, and I didn't have to like buy this equipment." Like, what kind of entrepreneur doesn't see that as an opportunity? And if mm. you don't see that as an opportunity, then I don't want to mess with you. 
I mean, that's really how I look at stuff. Like, listen, this is an opportunity. But they don't know it's there. It's tucked behind the damn gate. Okay, well, guess what? Have you pro- have you stopped in? Come have on, you popped nah, up? No, 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 if you know they haven't. It look like I don't know what the hell that brown thing is. No, but what I'm saying okay, is, I you, get what you're saying, but you gotta get what I'm saying. It's too. both sides. No, I agree. That's what I said. We we do need. I need to do a better job of outreaching to folks to let them know that it's there. But I don't want people to think that it has to be my idea, right? I want people to. Uh, look into themselves to say what if you what if you just did a one joint mm-hmm. like, like a, a fun, no like a fundraiser mm. and you just open it up and then shut it down and then you say whoever want to jump in here and do this uh, can, at least I, you yeah. go ahead i uh, know i think i think roland buckeyes and i are going to do um a joint uh fundraiser it's what we're going to do um we haven't really i know that can that joint fit inside of the uh, it can Yep. Seriously. Yes, I. So that'll be raw. Yep. That'll be raw. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a better strategy to me mm-hmm. is for you to just do a fundraiser, just pop in there. It's not like you're married to it. You ain't doing it all the time, but you're showing what's, and then you can put it out there like whoever want to use this boy, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, so what do you got coming up in a couple of days? Uh, You're going out of town. I Thank saw you for talking huh? to me, bro. No, I needed this. Come on. I, I you, you, fell you. off. <laughs> Look, and I thought we were, we have to be more consistent. We're, listen, we we have to be consistent. We're going to try and do, we're going to do a drop every what day? And At what? least once a week. Uh, okay, once a we week. We could do these like once I drop the babies off. Okay. Like okay. Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, I'm kind of free, you know. Okay, and then we gotta usually, uh, and we have to get a guest on too. Um, but I'll start thinking about who that's going to be. Ain't, Why what? Nothing. This what? is Lord in uh, <laughs> podcast. I asked you after this. Okay, all right. Any cool. last words? No, that's it. Thanks for everybody who done so. Well, you know, we we got the blessing box up and running again because remember somebody hit it New Year's Eve. What's a blessing box? The food giveaway that we have over in front of our um side lot farm. Mm-hmm. You know the yellow. Yeah. Uh, they don't know what that yeah, is. Oh, so. sorry. The yellow cabinet. Yeah. You always ask those clarifying questions. I appreciate that because I just be moving. Like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I get it too. They like, what's a UX? What's a UI? I was in the meeting. They was like, hold on, slow down. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah. yeah. No, I, I need to incorporate some of that into my life. So I appreciate that because mm-hmm. you always are like, well, hold on, wait. You know So we got that going. So my father, you know, did the sanding, painted it all up, I and then we loaded that. it Why all up. Why yellow though? Attention, what in the world, attention, and it lemon yellow. Anyway, yes, come on, why, come on. Did somebody care? You want some food? You care? It could I like be white. Pink, uh. I like white. You need, you need it was some. white before, but go ahead. So that was primer. <laughs> oh, it was. I like white. But go yeah. ahead. So you know, so you know, support that effort to feed people, especially since about it starts start to get cold, mm-hmm. right? So we were collecting. People pull um, up. Oh yeah, people pulling up, putting their food in there. Mm. Um, people have been donating dollars, you know, mm. for us to go purchase stuff. So that's been good. Um, so thanks to people for doing that. Uh, we're about to put um, ABC Reads is going to put a book over a, a book a book library over at Loiter soon. Um, and I'm, uh, trying to, I'm trying to get literacy in the hood to pull up her truck. Yeah, oh, that'd she be gave cool. me she gave me two boxes of books. Like, nice, man. Uh, it kind of. She was like, do this, do that. I've been reading to the kids. I, I mean, I, to be honest, like, you asked me about me. I kind of just been raising kids, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. 
I got a six-year-old and an eight-year-old with me 24-7. I'm dropping them off and picking them up. I'm picking up my oldest daughter. I'm kind of cooking. You know, um, you know, it's like I can't really be in go, 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 go mode. It's like once I get done with them, I'm almost kind of whooped, to be honest. But, you know, I'm being patient and kind of understanding I am raising kids. You know what I'm saying? So... And then, you know, it w- even if, even that being in the system, you know, it's kind of, you know, one is homeschool, you know, it's kind of delicate areas or stuff kind of, I'm like a, a creature of habit, man. I like stuff to be certain ways. Mm. So when it's like, can you know, the days may change up, they off here, they off there, it kind of throws me out of whack a little bit, but I'm patient within myself to be like, okay, I'm raising kids, so. You know, um, so that's kind of what I've been doing lately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But right, that's that's it. Okay, no, we you know we you got any any plans in the next future to do anything? Or? Uh, well, I I'm giving a talk and I'm um, kind of reviewing some portfolios for uh, VSU Virginia State University. I got some ties in there, so. I'm going to go up there next month and um, give a talk and look at some portfolios and tap in with them students I said that I wanted to get with anyway. So Okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, we're going to try and um, be consistent with these. And then, uh, no, this was good. How many, how many minutes we got on this one? It's like over an hour. How do we think close this out? We just did. Okay. See y'all next week. All right. Peace.